Hey, what's going on, world? It is your truly TJ Jones, and this is another edition of the Unapologetic Podcast, episode two. Thank you very much for tuning in, and thank you very much for checking out the podcast. And if this is your first time, I really do appreciate it. Uh, before I get started, I want to let you all know that the Unapologetic Podcast is brought to you by M4D3Customs.com. Now, I know a lot of people, y'all probably see me on social media. You probably see me with my special design uh, tennis shoes on. You know, I, I'm always coming through with the different color unapologetic shoes. And you're probably wondering to yourself, where TJ get those from? Well, M433 Custom is, is the place that I get them, man. M4D3. Uh, it's a place, man. They, they do real good quality work. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You put your order in. Uh, it don't have to take forever in order for your shoes to get here, man. They do shoes. They do slippers. So any type of design that you have, man, you can be your own individual, man. So check out M4D3Customs.com and, uh, you know, let them know that TJ sent you. Well, this is episode two of the Unapologetic Podcast. And I have to be honest with you folks, I didn't think that I was going to be doing the show alone, but it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I, I just um, wanted to bring back the Unapologetic Podcast because I wanted to do things differently. Um, some of you probably uh, seen Unapologetic Podcast before. And, you know, I, I have to be honest with you, it wasn't some of my best work because it wasn't genuine. It wasn't true. It wasn't passionate. You know, so I was just doing it because of everybody else. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I wanted to do something that I felt like everybody wanted to see. And it wasn't really me. You know, what I'm saying? I was talking about topics and, and situations that I care absolutely nothing about. I care nothing about any of the subjects that I was talking about. I mean, it was pretty sad stuff, man. And honestly, I, I couldn't stand it. You know what I'm saying? I, I really couldn't stand it. And I thought I was going to do the show alone, but here comes my homeboy. Hey, Smitty, what's going on, man? Man, what's up, bro? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, we live right now too, man. <laughs> oh, man. You, 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 you came in just what in up, time, man. Hey, man. Hey, I, I just promoted the uh I just promoted the sponsors and everything like that. So we just get started. <laughs> For sure. Hey man, how you doing though, man? Oh man, good man. Trying to uh stay safe out here. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. For those that don't know, man, Smitty, this is my best friend right here, man. We've been hanging tough since 2005. God, oh, 2005, God. <laughs> 15 strong, baby. So hey, man. Don't last that long. Yeah, man, and we and we have okay it, for y'all. Y'all probably checked out episode one. Y'all seen uh Mike and y'all seen Julius, man. But me and Smitty got a different type of connection, man. Because man, we actually were born on the same month, same day, same year. Yeah. Hey, man, do you, you remember how we found out? Like, <laughs> okay, I, I don't know if you remember. Okay, so I was I was in your room, and I was telling you about my birthday or something like that you was like when is your birthday and i was like august 8th and you were like you lying yeah yeah and, and then we exchanged yeah man i mean it was so crazy because i mean it was so crazy though man but it, it man that's why we got the nickname yin and yang you know what i'm saying i'm i'm dark skin you light skin you know what i'm saying given to us oh, by julius that ain't what that is that <laughs> you got a dog word i got a light word that yeah, man. I mean, but man, we've been hanging tough for a long time. Man. I cannot believe, and I said this last week, man, we've been friends for 15 years, man. That is insane. Like, I, 
Yeah, people can't stay friends long. Man, people can't stay friends five months. You know what I'm saying? Say, say at least 15 years, man. Man, why why you think we stayed friends so long? Like real tough. What what made our bond like so strong, man? Out of out of the, I guess you can say six. You got to throw Sam Matthews in that thing too. I guess when we was in college, we all depended on one another because right. you know, wasn't no parents around. Um, being that you was out of state, mm-hmm. uh, so everybody just depending on everybody. Plus, you know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was that plug in, in college. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely was the food plug, man. But the, but the crazy thing about it is, like, it was. I guess I'll buy. I, I think I know why mine was so strong. It was the fact that we didn't go home on the weekends. Like everybody else went home, it was just me and you. Like me and you was like the main ones that just stayed there. And yeah, uh, man, yeah. <laughs> me neither, man. Like first off, I didn't have a home to go to at the time. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this was during the time like Hurricane Katrina, man. I, you know, I came to Jackson State after Katrina. For those that don't know. And um, there was during the time, like, my family, they were still looking for somewhere to stay. And we was, like, staying uh, in between family members and stuff like that. Shouts out to my uh, my cousin Brenda, who opened a home to us, man. And she the main reason why I ended up at Jackson State, man. She was uh, on a computer. And uh, she found out that Jackson State was opening the doors to people that was affected by Katrina. That's how I ended up going there. I, I wouldn't have been – I wouldn't have went to Jackson State if it wasn't for my cousin, man. But I'm glad I did, man. But back to what you were saying, like you definitely was the food plug, man. <laughs> Working in a student union, and uh, you know, you used to work at what was that cat? No, I wasn't cash dining. What was it called? Nah, just the calf. The calf, yeah. You were working at calf, and man, Smitty would always come back with these big supper plates full of like hot wings and stuff like that, and fries. I'm like, man. <laughs> so man, you, you step. <laughs> hey, hey, we out of school now. I can say it. Now. <laughs> hey, Everybody some more to my student loans. Hey man, nah. Hey, it's old with now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shoot, grandfather, what is it? Grandfather clause is in effect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shoot. Yeah, man, but it was, it was some great times, man. It, I must admit, man, Jackson State, like they gave us so many great memories, man. No, no doubt about that. And friendships that uh, last forever. You know, I mean, we got pl- we got plenty to talk about in the show, man. I, I gotta I gotta start it off with um Kanye West, man. I got to talk about Kanye, man. I, I don't know if you heard about Kanye West. Uh, he was down here in my neck of the woods while I stayed in South Carolina. He was out in Charleston. And he was having, like, some kind of rally, man. And uh, did you hear about this? Uh, I think I saw a little bit about it when he was talking about he about to run for uh, president in 2020. Right, right. That's what he was talking about. Well, me, I, I'm so, I'm in the same boat as you because I ain't watch it either, you know, because, I mean, I just feel, I won't say I feel bad for Kanye, man, but I'm just kind of tired of Kanye, man. I'm kind of sick of this dude because it seems to me like he's been absent all these different months and not all of a sudden he, he just comes out of nowhere talking about he running for president. All the while, you got a new album that just came out on Friday, which... I mean, I can't explain, you know, I mean, I, I just don't. So I, I just don't get it, man. Like, why Why do you think that Kanye just does all these different things that he does, man? Do you think it's for attention? Do you think it's a cry for help? What do you think? Well, I heard that he got a new album coming out. So <laughs> he might be pulling out August Alcina. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> man, don't get me started on that. 
<laughs> now, um, I think in a in in a sense, I think we probably maybe we probably just don't look at things the way he look at it, and it causes him to be like an outcast. But I don't think he, you know, because he talk about doing a whole bunch of stuff, and I guess because because he a rapper, mm-hmm. and and he he support the things he does when he come out and say stuff like he want to run for president. Mm-hmm. Um, don't nobody really back him up. But right. back in the day when he said George Bush don't like black people, everybody was like, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. But now, mm-hmm. you fast Not so much. years later, now he mm-hmm. done got with Kim Kardashian and now they say, oh, he all jacked up in the head. But, right, man, if you look at it, man, they, they actually built a kind of a somewhat of empire together. Right. Well, I think people need to understand a little something, Smitty. They need to understand about the power that the Kardashians possess in the world of media. They own like the like a huge percentage of the media, man. And a lot of people don't know that a lot of the stories they put out about themselves, man, just to keep themselves relevant. Rather it's like bad news, good news. They feel like any news is 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 news. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it, they they put a lot of this stuff in a news cycle, and they become the topic of conversation. I just find it very ironic that Kanye West comes out talking about he running for president, spazzing out on social media. Uh, all the while, you got an album coming out. And you mentioned August Alcina, man. It just seems to me like everybody seems to be on that type of wave. Everybody seems like to want to come out with some type of big news story, you know what I'm saying, to be a part of the news cycle when they, all of a sudden they drop some music. And I, I just don't get it. Maybe they feel like the world wants to, you know, hear some hear something controversial, and maybe the controversy of have people streaming their music. But me personally, I just feel like Kanye and Kim. This is like a publicity stunt. That's the way I feel about it. Because if you felt this strongly about your wife and all that kind of stuff, he, I mean, he was he was spazzing out. He said that the movie Get Out was uh, really about him. <laughs> he said that's they 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 wrote that movie hey, based on his life. <laughs> it's a lot of people out here dealing with you know they say that mental that mental illness. Yeah. It, it, it's a true thing and like mm-hmm. you don't live in the type of uh, I ain't gonna, it, you might think just because you got money you you ain't got to deal with that stuff but that man might be really be dealing with a lot of stuff and and then again you know his mom passed away and he probably probably ain't dealt with that you know it's just right. a lot of a lot of stuff that he probably just been holding back and that junk could be right. eating away he don't know how to he'll know how to deal with it so he'll know how to express right. it and it's just you know we looking at him like he's some type of lunatic but he probably it could be a cry for help right man shouts out to the truth hurts he says i think kanye west uh did it for attention me too, man. I just feel like it's about attention. I really do. I feel like, man, and honestly, Smitty, for somebody that, that suffer with uh, mental illness like myself, man, I suffer with uh, depression and anxiety. I feel like that's a slap in the face, man, because a lot of these people just be doing some off-the-wall, outrageous stuff, and they be, like, pinning on mental illness, man. I don't feel like that's right. Like, if he really does need some help, like, get yourself some help. Like and, and I honestly, if he's out here spazzing out, I blame his wife. Like because 
you should know what type of man your husband is or is becoming. You shouldn't want to put him out here in the forefront. I feel like she knows what he's going to do. She knows he's going to spaz out. And she knows, you know what I'm saying, what he's capable of doing. And it's like she does absolutely nothing about it because, you know, the attention that he, he brings, you know, I just feel like that's that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? It also brings publicity for her and, and him. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, any publicity is good publicity to them. So, I mean, that's that's the way I feel about it. Uh, we just lost Smitty for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully he'll come back. But, I mean, that's just the truth, man. It's a cry for attention. I mean, this dude did all of these things. Okay, think of the timeline, folks. Now, he was out in Charleston, I think, last Saturday. Okay, I'm recording this right now on a Saturday night. So about a week ago, he was in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, did his rally. All of a sudden, the next day, he's spazzing out on his wife on a Sunday. All of a sudden, he up here talking about, you know what I'm saying, Kim Kardashian talking about she going to, uh, file for divorce on a Tuesday, and all the while his album coming out on Friday, uh, an album in which he tweeted about and he deleted it. Okay, immediately following his rally or something like that. So all I'm saying is, it seems like to me like this is a grab for attention, and I'm tired of people like using mental illness as a scapegoat. Cause like I said, man, like if you're not doing anything about your mental illness, if if you haven't then, man, shame on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know that you need help, you know, like, people just try to dangle that, ah, I need some help, I need some help. Well, go get yourself some help. That's all I'm saying. Get yourself some help. Stop trying to blame, you know what I'm saying? Don't try to blame it on your mental illness if you're not trying to do anything about it. And if you really don't have a mental illness, stop using that, man, because a lot of people, it takes a lot of bravery for a person to admit that they actually have a problem and legitimately go out here and get themselves some help. So I feel like, man, that's just a cop out. And man, they need to stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they they are using they are using these stories in order for them to, you know, catapult themselves. Rather, they're trying to sell products or they're trying to move some music, whatever. You know, like it, it's a shame. It, it's a damn shame. So that's the way I feel about it, man. Oh, yeah, I know you just got to cut off, man. We got Smitty back. Uh, I was just saying, man, like, um, I feel like if Kim Kardashian knows Kanye West has these issues, if she knows she's been married to him, I don't know, probably like almost a decade, if I'm not mistaken, you know your husband. Mm -hmm. Why is she not, why is she really, why is she not protecting him from himself? That, that's my. That's my point. That's, my, that's why I want to know why why is she not protecting him? I think because with them both being celebrities and in the spotlight, normally when when couples are, especially them celebrity couples, mm -hmm. they got their own thing going on. They really have they really don't have time to tend to one another. Right. You know, she got her own thing going. He got his own thing going. Like, who knows what, what they do once they actually get together. But right. I think with them constantly having their own business mm -hmm. and they don't really have time to actually help one another. And and that probably be another reason, you know, no support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, me, I, I just feel like 
still, man. I mean, if y'all gonna be married, marriage is about, you know what I'm saying, being together through better for worse. And also, man, protecting each other, man. Like, like, man, I would I would hope that if I'm out here basically when you know perverbially with my pants down, okay. If I'm out here looking bad, I would hope that my, my wife would reel me in and protect me from myself and vice versa. Like, I'm not going to put my wife in harm's way. And I will hope that she won't put me in harm's way. And I will hope that if she sees me having a problem, that she would, you know what I'm saying, basically have a come to Jesus meeting with me. And I don't feel like that that's going on. I feel like she just kind of parades Kanye West out here for her own pleasure, you know what I'm saying? For her own amusement, for her own entertainment. And uh, you know, I'm just not a fan of it. I'm really, I'm really not. Uh what's on what's going on, Mike? Man, Mike says Kanye needs help. Um, okay. I mean, that's I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, you know, if if only if you know what I'm saying, like he he really dealing with these issues, man, not just for a publicity stunt. Mike also says Cloud is one heck of a drug, man. Offers offer some sales, and his album didn't even come out. So, yeah, I mean, it's sad, man. But people, people be cloud chasing for real, man. Like they do anything for some attention. And uh, you know, uh, Matt, what's going on, man? We got Matt Carlson up in here, man. Matt Carlson, man, out there in Rolling Fork, Mississippi, man. That's that's around your neck of the woods, Smitty. <laughs> Got Matt, got Matt on the show. You know what I'm saying? He up there chiming in in the chat. Hey, that was like, what? That was like, what? Hey, hey, your, hey, man, your reception is uh, your, your reception is acting up, Chris. Hey, your your reception is acting up, Smitty. Yeah, we and we just lost Smitty, man. He out there in the woods, man. In the, in the woods, man. You know that you ain't got no reception out there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta move some trees or something like that. You gotta go on top of the houses and move the antenna. <laughs> Nah, but seriously, man. Uh, man, thank y'all for those that are in the chat, and man, we're gonna try to get Smitty back, man. Once he uh deal with those uh connection issues, but uh Kanye West, man, I I, I hope you know that this isn't just a, a publicity stunt. You know, I hope that he does try to get some help because, man, I know I just know personally how it is to be dealing with mental issues, man. I mean, I told him I told a little bit of about it on episode one, you know, around October. You know, I lost uh, my job, man. I was a store manager at a, a retail store for like, like five years, man. And all of a sudden, like the retail store went out of business, and man, it, it was just so dark at that time, man. Because I was, I just had a part-time job and wasn't really wanting making a bunch of money. And man, I just started to like go go out on the deep end, man. Because, you know, I mean, I had a son. And I was like, man, I, I can't afford to even do some of the things that I, I, I need to do for him. And that's that's my biggest nightmare, man. I, I never want my son to uh, experience some of the things that I experienced. You know, like, not that I didn't have a, a, a good upbringing and stuff like that. My mom did the best that she can. But I never just wanted my son to, like, you know, go through, like, some of the things that I've been to as far as finances. Man, I want to always be able to take care of him. And, you know, my girl, she had to look out for me, man. She had to, like, do a lot of things that I wish that I could have done because, you know, I mean, I didn't have the, I didn't have the funds at the time. 
So um, I just felt like, uh, I, I mean, I just felt like I was just useless. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was useless. I felt like I was a, a, a shell of myself. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I had nothing to offer. So I started to drink, man. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I was drinking and, you know what I'm saying? I only time I felt like, <laughs> I only felt I felt decent at the time is the fact that when I was getting, you know what I'm saying? I was getting inebriated. You know what I'm saying? And it was just one day, you know what I'm saying? I just came in here and I was drunk and, you know, I was talking to my uh, girl or whatever like that, man. I was just, just saying just some reckless stuff, man. And now I just remember, man, how bad I made her feel. You know what I'm saying? How bad I just made her feel, you know what I'm saying? About some of the stuff that I was saying and, and uh that's when i just realized man i i was all man i was i really needed some help and um you know what i'm saying i reached out you know what i'm saying and and i went out here and i you know got some people i needed to talk to and and got myself together man and you know so i tell people all the time man like people be going through things like you don't know what they be going through i mean even my friends man they'll tell you like i, I really stopped even interacting with them because I feel like I ain't have nothing to offer them. You know what I'm saying? Like we all talk to each other and we lean on each other and stuff like that. And, you know, I just felt like I was useless, man. And, you know, it took a while for me to get back to the way I was, man. And I remember one night I was just, uh, couldn't sleep. And I went to uh, my son crib, man. I just looked at him, man, I almost cried. You know, I almost cried, you know what I'm saying? But, it was, the thing that didn't, you know, stop me from crying was the fact that I know what I had to do. You know, I know what I had to do. I just want to be a better man, not just for myself, but for him too, man. Because it's not about me anymore. That's what I, I thought to myself. It's not about me. So like I said, I just went out here and I got some help, man. I, I really did. I went out here, got some help and I dealt with some of these mental issues and it's not easy. You know, it's, it's a, it's a constant it's a constant, you know, climb to try to get yourself back to where you need to be. But I'm just glad I wasn't what I was, you know, back in the day. So, yeah. Uh, Smitty, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I have some technical difficulties yeah, on there. that's fine, man. Um, yeah, I was just telling that story, man. I was just talking about, you know, saying some of the things that I endured. Um, I'm getting some echo from you, Smitty. You, you know, you, call, you turn it on just a tad bit. Yeah, but is it is it still echoing there? Uh, no, nah, I don't hear nothing. No, nah, but I was just saying, man, like when um I was just going through some of these mental issues, what I had, you know, what I'm saying I, I really, you know, what I'm saying like kind of just lost up with y'all for a while. Which, which now nah, I take that back. You was like the only person that I told. Like you, you was like the only person that like really knew like how you know what i'm saying how how bad it was for me at the time you know what i'm saying i didn't even say that with the rest of the group you know what i'm saying because like i said man it was, just, right. it was just rough man it was just rough like and uh like what i was talking about with kanye man like you know mental issues man ain't that ain't nothing like really to to sneeze at man because man people really be going through through problems you know so i mean what i mean what do you think about that man like you know what i'm saying like using using different things like mental issues to try to get attention and stuff like that man how do you what do you think about that i think it's is i think it's wrong because 
that way because you're you're you're, you're kind of making fun of the people that actually have them, right? Um, or you're making it where people don't take don't take it as serious. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it is a serious issue from because you have a lot of people, especially. Uh, people that that's going through a whole lot of stuff, whether it's drug addiction, um, bullying, uh, any anything that that may come up. Right. So you don't want to take that stuff lightly. And and like you said, sometimes it'd be the people around us that have it, and you don't even know it because you you laugh at it or you yep. you don't want to see it, right. or you be like, nah, nah, man. My my family member ain't, ain't mentally ill. They just act crazy to to get attention, but it right. could be it could be really something wrong with. Them. Yep, I mean it, it's the truth, man. Like, I mean, and sometimes, man, it be the people that be happy, like the people that be like the happiest and stuff like that. Every time you see them, they be smiling. You know, they be the ones that be going off the deep end too. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, what was the girl named Jazz Fly or something like that? She was like a YouTuber. She was like a motivational speaker. People used to like look to her for advice and stuff like that. And and they found out that she hung herself in her house, man, like maybe like a couple months ago. So I'm like, you never know what people be going through, man. Like I said, you know, I mean, man, it was rough, man. I, I can't tell you like how many days like I, I I contemplated suicide. Like real talk, man. Like I'm I'm gonna tell you the day, the night you called me. Yep. Now you called me and you told me about it, man. That that junk shook my world a little bit. Yeah, I, ain't, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. That it almost had me up all night. Cause I was like, man, I never, I would have never imagined, never imagined somebody in my circle, yep. you know, contemplating it, yeah, and man. and especially coming from one of my closest friends, you know. Yeah. And you you and. You kind of be at a loss for words. You don't know what to say, but we knew that we uh, had to surround you with love and, and and just show you that, man, hey, ain't nothing better than living life. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, I guess it was like, it was like levels to it, man, that added up. I feel like it was just a, a powder keg, if you will. I think, I think it, it really... I, I think I really like truly just kind of went off the deep end. I mean, y'all, y'all seen it, you know what I'm saying? In, in ways like, mm-hmm. okay. It was like, it was like the second Miami trip. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, I can, I can date it back to that. Like it was just so much crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was like drinking, you know what I'm saying? Most of the trip and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I was just, and the, the more I drank, the angrier I got. And that's when I was like, man, I got to do something about this. Cause Sometimes, you know, people drink, have a good time and stuff like that. But I felt like the, the more I drank, the angrier I got. And, you know what I'm saying? I had, like, so much anger inside of me and, and frustration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just lashing out at people. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, and, right. and I did, you know what I'm saying, try to, you know what I'm saying? When I came back, I did try to get some help and all that kind of stuff. But, man, you know how it goes sometimes. Like, you, you talk to people and stuff like that. You're like, okay, I feel great. And then all of a sudden, like, you stop going, stop uh doing what you, you know dealing with your treatments and stuff like that and then like i said when a when a job went under and you know what i'm saying the, the store went out of business that's when like I, I really hit rock bottom man like really truly hit rock bottom it was like a real tough time for me i was like 
man, I was just so like, man, I, I was just at my worst. And um, like I said, man, mental health is like something like very, very, you know what I'm saying, serious, man. You can't take that kind of stuff lightly at all. You know, so, I mean, anybody out there that's dealing with that stuff, man, just know that you're not alone. You know, you got to uh, lean on your friends and, you know, and friends, man, if you, I mean, check on, check on your homeboys and your homegirls, man. Sometimes the people that be smiling, the ones you got to check on, you know, you got to, you got to check on your friends, you know, cause I mean, that's why I always, that's why I always reach out to y'all, man. Like for real, like every, y'all might be, you know what I'm saying? People might be laughing and stuff like that, being like everything. Okay. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what people be going through. Especially now with all this, um, with this pandemic going on, it's, it's more, you I mean, you, you got to lock in there and be with each other because there's a lot of people that ain't used to being stuck up in these houses mm-hmm. for days at a time and and have to deal with the day-to-day living that's right. really starting to become our norm. Right. You know, whoever thought we'd be walking around with masks on our face and <laughs> and, and scared to scared to have human interaction and the people right. that don't have human interaction, we looking at them like, man, right. they crazy. Right. Ain't I that mean, crazy though? Ain't that's crazy. Like people looking at people for showing affection. I, I you said I ain't never thought the world would ever get to that point where we're like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, why this person like you said, man, they crazy, man. They dabbing each other off like they yeah. <laughs> like they embracing, like it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy. Uh man, got my cousin on here, Isaiah, saying what's up, Tim. Man, what's going on, man? Appreciate you checking out the uh the video, brother. Uh Mike says evaluation is great, man. I think everyone needs counseling in a way just to express uh their thoughts on the daily. Mental health is so important in today's world. True that, man. Yeah, it's the truth, man. Like, man, mental health is so important. Like a lot of people just kind of take it for granted. Cause they just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like every, if everything cool and all that kind of stuff, but time, like when times get hard and like problems start to occur, man, you gotta know how to deal with that stuff. And me personally, I just feel like black people, they, they're the ones that really like need to talk about uh, mental health because man, some of the things that we endured, you know what I'm saying? Especially like the older generation and stuff like that. Even some of the younger generation, man, some of the stuff that we seen, some of the things that that are going on in this world, I feel like we need to talk and discuss and have uh, conversations about this stuff too. Because I mean, man, you mess around and, and be somewhere that lost your mind dealing with some of the stuff that we we got going on right now. So, uh, like I said, man, you, if you need uh, to talk to somebody, please do. If you're thinking about, you know, taking your life, please don't do it. Life is worth living. I mean. You might have had a, a bad day, but there's always tomorrow to make up for that bad day, man. So whatever you're going through out there, just make sure that, uh, you know, you're taking care of yourself. But, uh, you know, Kanye, uh, Kanye is from Chicago, Chris, you know. And, um, you know, I was on social media the other day, you know. I, I came out of retirement, you know. I, I came out of retirement when talking about social issues. And one thing I was talking about with, uh, with Chicago, man, now Chicago has, as of uh, this is July 11th st- um, report, Chicago has 373 murders. That's 97 more than they had in 2019, man. So I posted on uh, Facebook. I posted 
that Chicago, they need to do something about this, this, this issue. And, you know, I, I thought like, okay, man, you know, people are getting on board. People understand where I'm coming from. No, 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 no. I, I started to get backlash because you know, a lot of people out here that, that feel like Chicago really gets talked about on the regular. Now, Smitty, I, I got to ask you, man, like, are, are you aware about some of the things that's going on in Chicago? Do you- I heard that uh, that they, they've they been having, like, mass shootings going on in Chicago. Right. And just like any other shoot, I mean, you you have to get behind it. Right. You know, we, we got to find a way to um, lower the statistics or, you know, some type of some type of way to protect the people. Right. Because just because you're saying, oh, it's Chicago, that, that don't mean that it's right. Right. I mean, you just can't set that standard for your city and say, oh, that's what they do up there. No, nah, that ain't what they do. I mean, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the norm, you know. Right. If it could happen in Chicago, it could happen in some somewhere right. as simple as where I stay at. You know, if I stay at, at well, you know, where I stay, I stay in the in the bonus. Right. <laughs> Yeah, in them trees. So uh, ain't nobody gonna accept it there. So why should it be accepted anywhere else? Exactly. Look, and this is the only thing I was saying, Smitty. I said it's hypocritical for us to be sitting out here talking about police brutality and stuff like that. And me personally, I'm for like uh, relations with the police and stuff like that. I feel like they do need better relationships between police officers and, and black and brown people. I stand by that. But I feel like it's extremely hypocritical that we don't put the same type of energy into like Chicago and black on black crimes. I'm going to continue to stand and I'm going to continue to say that. And people act like they can't multitask. OK, that's that's the that's my problem. Like people, if you start talking about black on black crime, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you deflected, you deflected. Nah, I can multitask. I'm rubbing my I'm patting my head and rubbing my and rubbing my stomach at the same time right now. You know well, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's simple, but people like act like <laughs> you act like you can't. You can't go to one cause and, Thank and you. promote another cause. Yes, that's all I'm saying. People, people just don't know how to multitask, man, because they're so wired and programmed. You know, like like me, like I said, there's a problem in Chicago, and anybody that's saying that there's a, there's as much attention on Chicago as it is from Trump wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or who wearing a mask or whatever like that. Like, who cares? Like, there are people that are dying. There, there was, a, was a young child, man, under the age of 10 years old, dying in the streets of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that needs to be the attention. I turn on CNN all the time. I turn on MSNBC, Fox News. I don't see any of this stuff. And the only time that I see it, it's when people are trying to combat what's going on with police brutality. And I feel like that's a big no-no, okay? If you're trying to use the Chicago issue to deflect on what's going on, then I can't roll with you. But I do feel like people need to pay attention to these issues. And you do have these social media activists out here on Facebook who want to always want to come into status like mine, but don't put a damn dime into what's going on in society. Like, you, if you're not putting money into any of these causes and you just sitting up here just trying to type to trying to sound eloquent, 
I ain't got no time for you. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you're just completely irrelevant. You're just wasting everybody's time. And yeah, you'll probably get a, 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 a like emoji, a heart emoji, but I ain't rolling with that. I can care less. It is very hypocritical, and I stand by it. If you're not really paying attention and focusing on what's going on in Chicago, if you're not holding the, the, the mainstream media accountable for not airing what's going on in Chicago, then I feel like it, it's shame on you. And anybody that watches uh, the national uh, news or uh, understands like what's going on in the world at large, you understand that they're not paying attention that much to Chicago, man. And they're I, not. They, they're not, not. Not one bit. Have, have you seen anything? Like honestly, have you have you seen anything? The only way I knew about it was because um, I think I saw on Facebook one day where they was talking about um, how the mayor how the mayor was attacked, talking about uh, she's not doing anything. And she attacked back saying that um, that the president ain't doing anything. And so um, and then I saw a video where some people did a drive by at a funeral. Right. Mm. Uh, I think it said they they hurt like 12 people at the funeral. Right. And and um, that's that's sad because like I say, it, it shouldn't be the standard and it shouldn't be accepted. Yeah, all Black Lives Matter, but you also want to protect the community and try to uplift the community, and that's what we all need right now. Yeah, protection from from almost everything now nowadays. Right. I I just feel I just feel like like I said, you have a lot of people out here. They just want to say the right things, and I it was this dude. He was like, well, if you if you're not understanding what's going on and you need the national media to bring things to your attention, then like, let me, let me make something perfectly clear. The majority of the things that we care about come from the mainstream media. I don't care what anybody says. You can, you can act like it don't matter. You can act like that ain't the truth. That is a fact. The reason why you care as much as you do about black lives matter about some of these monuments that, that are being torn down, about the death of George Floyd, it's the fact that it's constantly being shown. Anybody knows there's been several individuals, there have been several African-Americans that have been gunned down in the streets. It'll right. get for about a week. After that week is over, that's it. When the national media started to like really drive home, really talk about, you know what I'm saying, George Floyd, George Floyd showing it around the clock, I mean, it wasn't a news outlet that you could not see that wasn't covering it. I was watching Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, and they was talking about it. So don't tell me that the national mainstream media does not influence the masses, because they do. And you know, if you don't believe me, go back and look at the 60s, the 1960s, the civil rights movement. Do you think, do you think the mainstream media didn't influence how people felt during the time of the civil rights movement? Who you think showed the footage of, of, of Birmingham and in Montgomery? Who you think showed that footage? Who you think showed the entire world? The mainstream media. You would not have had footage of kids getting shoot with fire hoses and attacked with dogs and and right. uh, know about those four little girls that were, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that uh, blew up in the church. You wouldn't know about any of those things. So don't tell me about the influence of the mainstream media. It don't matter. Because I'm about to put. I'm about to say it. People don't read. People don't read 
bro. People do not read. They're not going to go out here and try to find evidence for themselves. They don't. They don't read. They well, you know, you know that the, the newspaper is, is, is kind of becoming a, an extinct uh, type of um, medium. Man, man, Smitty, I, I, I did a, I did a, um, I did a little, uh, little research, and I, I did a little project. Okay, this is what I did. I put, a, I put, a, um, an article on my uh, Facebook page. I put an article up there, and the article was like, um. It was like Donald Trump doesn't want to, you know what I'm saying, doesn't want to be president or something like that. Like it was something of, of that nature. And it it it, it, it read like he doesn't want to be uh he doesn't want to be president or something like that if something happened, but it was like something that was in detail that it was just a comment, but it wasn't saying that he didn't want to be president, but it was in like a certain type of context. And people just start going in. Well, if you want to leave, then leave. I'm like, I know for a fact that they didn't read the article. I know for a fact they didn't. But they just look at the, they just look at the headline and they think they know the whole story. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so people do not read. You know what I'm saying? Enough of them do not read or do the research in order for them to know what's going on. And some of them will not flex or exercise their power until the mainstream media actually shows them what they need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to say it, people are brainwashed. People are brainwashed by the mainstream media. The mainstream media influenced them. So I feel like if the mainstream media was constantly driving home Chicago, like they were driving home, you know what I'm saying, Black Lives Matter as of right now, if they were driving home what happened to George Floyd or Breonna Taylor, all these other people like they've been doing, we wouldn't have these problems. You know what I'm saying? We would, we would be out here in Chicago. And one guy was like, uh, asked me, do I live in Chicago? I don't need to live in Chicago to know that it's effed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, right, right. I can just look at, I just can look at the analytics. The analytics tell me that there's a problem. You know, like, so he was like, are you not on the ground? I know he was going to go with it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm not on the ground. And I don't care. Right? I don't have to be on the ground to know that 373 people a day in 2020 in Chicago as of July 11th. And that's and that's a shame, and it, it needs to be fixed. It's a problem, right? And, and it, it's no time for it's no time for social media activists, man. Because I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of social media activists, Mitty. I'm just, I am. I'm tired of people that just want to sound good and just want to win arguments. And, and you know, people can't talk no more. Like people don't know how to talk. People don't know how to talk to get information. Like they just or, or have a, a, a respectable conversation where you could no the thing is people don't like you to disagree with yes you know we didn't came into this world where if you disagree with me i don't have to respect your opinion right i mean people just have to learn how to respect each other's opinion and sometimes you have to open up your eyes to the to the person and understand like why they think that way right or i mean you don't have to believe in what they're saying but at least take a chance or take the time out to understand where that person is coming from, right? And try to try to talk it out. Maybe y'all can come to a medium, but people don't want to do that. They just be like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna just, <laughs> I'm gonna just stay, I'm gonna just stay with what I know. Right. I mean, it's the truth, man. And, and, and you know, you want to know why they they act the way they do, and you want to know why the world has has come to this. It's because of the power of the split screen. Exactly what we're doing right now. You got, <laughs> you got the base shows, 
Um, you got like po po political shows, and what do they do? They put they one person on one side that agree with something. They put another person on the other side that don't agree with it, and they let those people go toe to toe, and they let you be the middleman, and you pick what side you want. Right, and, and you know whatever they saying, like at the end, somebody like, well, man, they they got them, they got them. It's about competition, and and people doing a whole bunch of talking. But ain't getting like nothing done, not trying to get trying to see nobody's point of view. When somebody backed them into a corner and, and, and slapped them across the face with the truth, they, they maneuvering or hitting somebody with a low blow. They'll, they'll say something like, Well, you voted for such and such back in 2016. Who gives a damn? Who cares? <laughs> if a person is telling you something that, that is true and factual, give them their props. What is wrong with that? People, people talk just to want to win an argument they want they 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 do it for validation they do it for clicks they do it for likes they do it for follows and this That's is because it's easier mm -hmm. to accept it's easier to accept a lie than it is to accept the truth exactly exactly people argue up and down about a about a cause or issue that they know absolutely nothing about they are putting like no money into it. They are putting no time, no effort, no nothing. But they tell you would think that they know everything there is to know about that topic. Like I said, that's one of the reasons, bro. Like I really don't really just get into debates anymore, man. When that when I was uh, talking and, and addressing this issue, I got off. I'm like, thank you very much for reminding me why I don't have debates on social media anymore. I, I'm just being honest because. I reached a level in my life, Smitty, where I want to talk to people where I can gain information. I can leave, I can leave the conversation a better person than I was when I first got into it. And I feel like that is a lost art, man. Taking the time out to understand a person, understand what they feel. I, I'm telling you, man, as a as a broadcaster, as a radio personality, man, I will interview somebody that was in a Ku Klux Klan, bro. Like I'm I'm dead serious. I would I would interview the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. You know what I'm saying? I would let him sit up there and talk all everything that he wanted to say. But you know what, Smitty? I may not agree with him at the end of the day, but I understand where he stands, and I know from that conversation that probably ain't the guy I want to be around. But we well, did you hear about that that one guy that um that sat down with the Grand Wizard? And eventually, he made the Grand Wizard uh, leave the clan, mm. and he done he done made about over. I know, I think it was like over forty people turn their robes in, and all he did wow. was sit down. I mean, he actually has a, a book, and him and the the, the former clan master mm. Mm. are actually best friends. He used to bring the he used to bring the guy to the Ku Klux Klan meeting and everything. Wow, and the black guy, mm. and and now he go around. I mean, you could—I forgot his name, but you could look him up. Uh, he done wrote a book about it him, with him and the clan member holding, uh, shaking hands, and all that stuff. Wow. And it all—it all—it all, it all, it all uh, took was them to sit down and talk to each other. He used to go to the man house and everything. Um, yeah. And like, <laughs> but he—he—they started listening to each other rather than talking towards each other. Hmm. And that's all it takes is for us to just actually start talking and listening to one another. Yeah.
I mean, that, that reminds me of that movie that I watched when I had Taraji P. Henson in it. And she was, uh, it took place like in North Carolina. And uh, she ended up befriending a guy that was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And because they was like on the same committee, they were trying to vote on like, if there was no integrated school, because the black school in North Carolina ended up getting burnt down for some reason. And um, he he ended up like being the last vote to decide like if the school gonna get integrated and he decided to vote for the school being integrated. And uh, he had to end up like leaving a clan and stuff like that. But in the process, man, they became like real good friends. They traveled the world and you know what I'm saying? Like basically telling their story. So, I mean, all that happened with just having conversations and stuff like that and seeing that, I mean, look, we may share like, we share the same world. We may just have different colors, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we still are the same people. You know what I'm saying? We still bleed the same blood. And you have a lot of people out here who, who are open to have these conversations. And then you got these people out here that are closed minded. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They just want to feel the way that they do. They want to believe the way that they want to believe. And they don't want to open themselves up to any type of conversation. Like you say, and it's sad. And, and, you know, and I hate to say it like this, but some of us black people are being the same way. Like we don't want to open ourselves up to have conversations. We don't want to open ourselves up to have like conversations to see how a person feel. You know, like we're so hell bent on trying to prove to the world something like we got to stop doing that. People black people, we got to stop doing that, man. We're like, we always feel like we got to prove something to somebody. Like, you know, anytime we got to get in the room, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we got to change our voice and, want to sound all articulate and whatnot and like we got to prove something to somebody like me and you you know what i'm saying we both college educated i i never feel like at this stage of my life i got to prove something to anybody like i don't if i'm talking to you i'm gonna talk to you the same way i'm talking to you right now you know i don't i don't feel like i got to change up anything in order for me to you know what i'm saying like when you over you know what I'm saying? i don't like what about you do you do that like you know like if you walk in a room be like Hi, I'm Christopher Smith. Uh, <laughs> man, country as I am, I can't even, I couldn't do that if I tried. <laughs> I, I can't do it, man. It, it's like for me. Hey, it don't matter where I go. I know where I go. Hi, my name is Chris, Christopher Smith. <laughs> man, I, I rarely can say my name properly. I know I ain't going to try to say that in the shoes a couple of times. Man, I can't do it. I'm just hey, saying. Man, the craziest thing about it is, like, my girl clowns me, like, um, when I'm on the air, because she said I sound like she said I sound like three different people. She said when I'm doing my sports show, I sound different. When I'm on the air during the day, I'm different. Like I don't think so, man. I feel like when you, I, I feel like when you're on the air, you want to, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you know, enunciating your words and stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying the right way. You, you want to, you want right. to be doing that so people can. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie, you sound different on that air now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's but it's, it's because it's because I'm trying but, to. But make I know sure. why. I know why it's the, you gotta uh, appeal to the audience. Exactly. You, exactly. you can't you can't be exactly. out here just talking reckless on the uh, radio. Yeah, I can't be like, man, look here, bro, ninety point nine. You know what I'm saying? I can't. <laughs> I, I can't do that. So you know, I I do have to like. You know, project and you know what I'm saying, and make sure that people, you know, what I'm saying, I'm being effective. You know, what I'm saying? so I do sound different on the air to a certain extent, but it's not to a point where I'm like I'm just doing this because I want people to 
know how dignified I am. I don't like. I don't care about that stuff. I feel like, man, why, why are we still trying to prove something? Like, if you got a college degree, like, why you got to prove it to everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to, you ain't got to prove anything to anybody. Like, I get it. Like, if you're in a meeting or something like that, you know, you don't want to be up in there. Like, you about to talk to your homeboys or something like that. Like, y'all hooping or something. But I do feel like we put this added pressure on us as, as people that isn't necessarily necessary. I, I just don't like it. it I, and I feel like that, that comes from uh, insecurities and, you know, cause I feel like a lot of people, you know, deal with insecurities on a regular and, you know, they try to, you know, make themselves out to be more than what they are, or they try to make, you know what I'm saying? Like get people to, I guess like love them and respect them, but it, that's not going to that's not going to help. You know, if a person don't like you or they not valuing you as a person, like I mean, it's up to them to change that. But it's it's, not, it's very little that you can do if a person you know looks at you in that way. I mean, that, I mean that's just the way I feel about it. But I, I ain't trying to be fake for nobody. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be fake for nobody. I ain't trying to sit up here and be trying to, you know. I mean, I'm. I'm just me, you know, and I feel like, you know, I feel like being genuine and being true, that's what's going to get you where you need to be. Like, I feel like when I was first doing this uh, podcast, I feel like I wasn't happy doing it because I knew it wasn't me. I was just doing it because I felt like that's what people wanted to see. And until like I realized that, you know, this is what I want to do and I'm passionate about it and I love it. That's when I'm starting to have fun doing it, you know, but I mean, I just I just feel like that all comes from, you know, just loving yourself and stuff like that. Self-love is very, very important as something that uh, we all have to, uh, you know, uh, push towards, you know, loving ourselves, man. You know, what do you, what do you think about self-love, Smitty? You know, what do you think about people loving themselves, bro? <laughs> man, I think uh, I think that's a wonderful thing, uh, especially when it comes to self-care. You know, sometimes we could be out here and we could be catering to other people so much that we forget to cater to ourselves. Right. Um, you know, who's going to take care of the, the caretaker? You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, you just have to start with knowing that you accept yourself for who you are. Right. And you have to be willing to have the people around you accept you for who you are. Otherwise, you're around the wrong people. Exactly. You know, I mean, I was I was thinking about this, Smitty, like you just said that. That reminded me of something my mom used to say. She said, you know, um, when you find somebody, she was like, love them. Love them with everything you have. She was like, love them with all your heart. She's like, but in the process of all that loving, she's like, save a little love for yourself. She said, always do something for yourself. You know, even if, you know, you pay all your bills. And all you have left is uh, some money for an 89 cent candy bar. She's like, do something for yourself. Uh, do something, you know, to, to show yourself that you appreciate yourself. Because, I mean, that's what, you know, happens in a lot of relationships, man. That's I mean, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they'd be so happy that they found the person. They're so happy, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, like, they just spend most of their try, time trying to make that person happy. And then, like, time goes on, you look in the mirror and be like, man, who the hell am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened? You know, like, so it's very important for you to, to love yourself. You know, I mean, you, you have to love yourself, man, because, I mean, you never know. Like, you never know. Like, you might be 
in a relationship with a person, thinking this person, man, you know, looking in the eyes, man, I never leave you. Then that person ended up dipping up out the dough. And then what you going to do? You know, like what you going to do then? You know, I mean, if you gave all of the love that you had for, you know what I'm saying, yourself, you gave to that person, what you going to do then? So it's very important for you to love yourself, man. Uh, I mean, relationship, that's, that's important, right? I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so I just want to, you know, let that be known uh, before we get up out of here, man. Thank y'all very much for uh, checking out the Unapologetic Podcast, episode two. I want to thank my homeboy, Smitty, uh, for being a part of episode two, man. Hey, you missed out last week, so uh, you forgiven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we had a good show last week, though, man. You know, I'm, I, but I'm glad. Man, I hate I missed it. I hate I missed it. Yeah, but, but I'm glad you was a part of it uh, on this edition, man. But I want to let everybody know you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The Unapologetic Podcast. Also, facebook.com, search Unapologetic Podcast. And, uh, Check out the audio version. It's on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on iTunes. So, once again, thank y'all very much. Thanks, Smitty. And like always, all I got to say is, we go. 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 <laughs>